Hello, I'm Shatakshi and you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. Today is Thursday, the 23rd of November. Let's talk about the news of the nation and happenings around the globe. So without any further delay, let's start with the headlines of the day. BJP seeks CCI against Rahul Gandhi for panauti jab at PM Modi recalls Indra Gandhi's insult of hockey team. In Jammu and Kashmir, Army Jawan dies in accidental rifle firing in Pooch along LOC. Day 12 brings hope as rescue operations in final stage, medical aid on spot for trapped workers. Amid reports of mysterious pneumonia outbreak in China, WHO said something serious. US warship intercepted several attack drones launched from Yemen, says Pentagon. RBI's tougher stance of unsecured loan is in interest of sustainability, says Governor Shaktikant Das. Marlon Samuels banned for six years for breaching anti-corruption code, says ICC. Now let's dive into the details. The Bharatiya Janata Party on Wednesday asked the Election Commission of India to take action against Congress MP Rahul Gandhi for calling Prime Minister Narendra Modi Panauti. The Saffron Party also recalled Indira Gandhi's insult of the Indian hockey team during the 1982 Asian Games final while praising its leader encouragement to cricket players after their World Cup final loss. Party leaders, including its General Secretary Radha Mohan Das Agarwal and another functionary Om Patak, also sought the poll governing body to take action against the Congress chief Mallikarjun Karge, accusing him of falsely claiming that Modi's caste was included in Gujarat's OBC list when he was the state chief minister. The Ganchi caste, a community traditionally employed in oil pressing, was included in the OBC list in 1999 while Modi became chief minister in 2001, Patak said. Moving on to another big national news, an army jawan lost his life on Thursday after his service rifle accidentally discharged along the line of control in Pooch district, Jammu and Kashmir. The incident occurred at Bhagwari Gate along the border fencing. The proceedings have been initiated to investigate the accidental discharge. More news is awaited in this matter. Moving on to another national news, the Kashi Tunnel collapse. Day 12 of the rescue operation to evacuate 41 workers bring hope as it might and the weight of the trapped workers and their family members who have been waiting for 11 days to get out of the tunnel that collapsed on November 12th. Medical equipment is being bought as the workers are expected to be pulled out from the collapsed tunnel today. A video shared by ANI shows prayers being offered at a temple that has been built at the main entrance of the tunnel. A second video shows medical equipment reaching the site in an ambulance. A 41-bed hospital readied at the Community Health Centre in Chinia Lisor for medical examination and care of trapped workers after they are evacuated from the Silkyara Tunnel in Uttakashi. Moving on to the world section, the World Health Organization has asked China for more data on a respiratory illness spreading in the north of the country, urging Chinese to take steps to reduce the risk of infection. Northern China has reported an increase in influenza-like illness since mid-October when compared to the same period in the previous three years, according to the WHO. WHO has made an official request to China for detailed information on an increase in respiratory illnesses and reported clusters of pneumonia in children, the UN health body said in a statement on Wednesday. Beijing's National Health Commission told reporters last week that the respiratory illness spike was due to the lifting of COVID-19 restrictions and the circulation of known pathogens including influenza and common bacterial infections that affect children. 
Moving on to another international news, a US warship patrolling the Red Sea intercepted multiple attack drones launched from Hathi-controlled areas in Yemen on Thursday, the US Central Command said. On the morning of November 23, the USS Thomer Hudner shot down multiple one-way attack drones launched from Hathi-controlled areas in Yemen, CENTCOM said on X. The ship and crew sustained no damage or injury, it added. The Hathis have declared themselves part of an excess of resistance of Iran's ailies and proxies retaliating against Israel's war with Hamas. The conflict has raised the spectre of a broader Middle East configuration, with the frontier between Lebanon and Israel also seeing nearly daily exchanges of fire. The Hathis in Yemen have launched a series of drones and missiles towards Israel since the October 7 start of the Israel-Hamas war. Moving on to the business section, Reserve Bank of India Governor Shaktikant Das on Wednesday said the central bank's tougher stance on unsecured loans earlier this month is a primitive move in the interest of sustainability. Underlining that the banking system continues to be resilient and there is no immediate cause of worry for the system, Das advised lenders to be more cautious and spot any trend of risk building early. We have recently announced a few macroprudential measures in the overall interest of sustainability. These measures are preemptive in nature. They are calibrated and targeted, Das said, addressing the annual feedback event here. Speaking to the reporters after delivering the speech at the event organized by industry lobby groupings Fiki and Iba, Das said it is very early to speak about a sunset date for the newly introduced norms. It can be noted that after asking lenders to be cautious, the Reserve Bank had increased weights on unsecured lendings for both banks and non-banks earlier this month. Moving on to the sports section, International Cricket Council has banned former West Indies all-rounder Marlon Samuels from all cricket for six years after he was found guilty of breaching the anti-corruption code. As per the ICC release, an independent anti-corruption tribunal found him guilty of breaching the Emirates Cricket Board anti-corruption code. Samuels, who was charged by the ICC in its capacity as the designated anti-corruption official under the ECB code in September 2021, was found guilty by the tribunal in August this year of the following four offences. First one, Article 2.4.2 by a majority decision. Failing to disclose to the designated anti-corruption official the receipt of any gift, payment, hospitality or any other benefit that was made or given in circumstance that could bring the participant or the sport of cricket into disrupt. Second allegation is Article 2.4.3, that is, unanimous decision, falling to disclose to the designated anti-corruption official receipt of hospitality with a value of 750 US dollars or more. Third allegation, Article 2.4.6, which is also an unanimous decision falling to cooperate with the designated anti-corruption officials investigation. Fourth allegation is Article 2.4.7 is also an unanimous decision obstructing or delaying the designated anti-corruption officials investigation by concealing information that may have been relevant to the investigation. The six-year ban will come into force from November 11, 2023. And that concludes today's top stories. We will be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis on these news items and more. Thank you for tuning into Jagran News Podcast. Stay tuned.